previously on Champions of the Earth. You not only cap that kneecap, you shatter the beast. It blows apart in a fucking bits of meat and flowers and plants and ice and it's fucking just across the fucking asphalt for 80 feet in every direction. You annihilate that motherfucker. Yes! Yes! But I am currently in a berserker rage and every attack that I have must be delivered to a target. I cannot stop. Here's the cool thing though. Guess who I know I can't hurt? <gasps> Mel, I'm so fucking sorry! And I just, like, rage at Mel, uh, just slamming this Warhammer against her for all of the rest of my attacks. Oh, uh, yeah. So... She, like, just, like, just kind of stops and, like, doesn't take her helmet off. <laughs> Fuck you, Nico. Like punches him in the face and then leaves before he can see her cry. Like runs away. morning. Uh, Lily has made scones. It's ginger lavender scones. Um, they're a little intense, but you eat them anyway. Yes. The morning is slightly different in the house of Nico. I slept in the garage. <sighs> okay. I, um, I look over where I've plugged my cell phone in. I have a cell phone. I just left it at home. So I don't tend to bring it to school. I check it. There are no texts. Okay. Then I hit the um, the garage button, and I just go to school in the closing morning. And as you step outside, um, you actually find a little container, a little cup of black coffee, and a donut from the local donuttery. And. Uh, in it, apparently, I find a note. Something to warm you up. H. <laughs> Whoa. And uh, I look down at the thermos. Or is it in a cup? It's a cup. Look down at the cup. Yeah, no frills. I don't know how long it's been there. <laughs> Huxley figured Nico would like that better. Yeah, I pick it up. I look at it. Does the cup say anything, or is it just? Oh, it's just it's uh, you know the local place has like little flames like on the cup like oh, yeah. Cool. We got it. I smile. Take a sip, and I walk. So Mel like normally shows up to school every day. Like she's got like you know really long blonde hair, and when she shows up with like always like done and like flowing everywhere and just always like full on like makeup and so. She still shows up to school. She's got like makeup on and like and like wearing like you know just a normal outfit or whatever. But her hair is like 
pulled up in like like a bun, just kind of like sitting on top of her head instead of like full on like done as she like walks in like five minutes late. <laughs> Huxley went to the library again, the school library, not the university one, but uh, just to use the um, just to use the school computer, just in case. Um, and uh, to uh, look up the website that Martha found for the, uh, the conspiracy guy, the Mr. X. Ah, you mean the Exception Agency. The Exception Agency, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Huxley has put out a very carefully worded oh my God. query, like from a computer that is not his home computer. It's a school computer. Yeah, sure, why not? There's lots of people use the school oh computer. Oh my god. Martha's going to have an aneurysm by the end of this. Let me tell you what you find when you look okay, at that cool. website. After it takes about a good minute and a half to load, uh, because it's the year 2000 and X, mm. um, what you find is that the reporter on the scene has uh, been taking interviews with people, has been gathering eyewitness accounts. Uh -huh. uh, a lot of first-person visual recollections of this giant alien creature that descended from the stars and was fought by a robotic humanoid of about 300 feet tall. They have multiple eyewitness accounts, however, no secondary source confirmation. They are looking actively for uh, information to gather and deliver to the public at large. Well, that was less than helpful. They are also reporting on an increased government yeah, all right. exposure in the city. Huxley is interested in that. Huxley like watches these, watches those shows on Sunday nights. So does he still want to query the website? There is a ask a question feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do want to ask a question? Uh, ask a question like. Um, do flying saucers ever cause zombies? Okay. You hit enter. Uh-huh. It's not the magic, so they don't get right. back to no, you immediately, no, no. but we'll that check was later. your morning. We'll check later. Feeling yeah. good. So show it all hit first period, second period. And you all know, you know, you don't share these classes, but lunchtime, that's when you'll see each other. Every click of that clock, boom, like a hammer fall. Until eventually. Noon rolls around. That bell rings. I beeline for Mel. The minute the bell rings, I'm up like I was never in the class to begin with. I, I get there as early as I can, and I'm real obvious about it. Well, I'm Mel, looking around. Yeah, Mel does nothing differently. She just goes and gets her lunch and goes outside and you know leans up against the same wall with her friend Heather. And I mean, whoever as, else is around. As soon as she heads towards where she normally lounges with Heather, Nico is there. I mean, he's standing right in your spot. I'm not doing it aggressively, though. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking like real hangdog. I haven't changed clothes. My hair's a mess. Uh, and I'm, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you like real, real sorry. He, he, he's, he looks a lot weaker than you've ever seen him, just from like a all the walls are kind of down. I mean, she doesn't change expression at all. Mm. New lunch spot. Can we talk? We are talking. I look at Heather. Uh, she kind of gives Nico an up-down, looks at him, kind of gives you the eyes, completely unspoken, 
You got this under control, just girl. Like an almost imperceptible shrug. Mm, that secret language of cool girls everywhere. <laughs> Heather kind of rolls her eyes and saunters away with better things to do. I'm sorry. For what? Uh, for smashing you many times with a warhammer? What do you think? Okay. Like, whatever, dude. It's no big deal. No, that's not... Don't do that. Well, you said fuck you, you walked away. I... Yeah, I say fuck you to everyone. Yeah, but... I can't really control myself sometimes, and uh, people who are close to me end up in the blast zone a little. And uh, I thought that wasn't going to happen. Or, I don't know, that you weren't close to me, but uh, I don't think either of those things are really true. Okay. So I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. I, 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 I don't I, want I, you to say anything, I guess. I, I said, I said it, it, it's fine. No big deal. I let you off the hook. I don't, I don't know exactly what you're looking for here, but you said whatever, man. Sure. Why not? Can Martha inopportunately barge in on this moment now? Oh yeah. And Nico's so confused. <laughs> She's clocking her beelining and she just kind of like, just kind of gives one last look at Nico and gives like a, a smile that he can't really tell if it's genuine or not. And she's like, later. And then walks off, like, but like, she's, she's, carrying, she's carrying a Diet Coke, and like, as she walks off, you can just kind of see it shake a little bit, because her hand is shaking as she walks away. Scar's Nico, meanwhile, is standing there looking dumbfounded. Genuinely, just, he's doing the tray thing again. No, he doesn't even have his tray. He didn't get lunch. Martha has her tray. What? <gasps> Did you talk to her? Uh... I talked to her, yeah. And? Is everything okay? Yeah, I... Sure, I think... I... Honestly, Martha, I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, can we not talk about this? <sighs> okay, yeah, no, we don't have to talk about it. Are you okay, Nico? Y yeah, thanks. Thank you. I am. All Are you? finally makes it up to the both of you. She was walking much, much slower. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. 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 Good to see you. Did you have fun last night? Yeah. <laughs> we had, yeah. I'm sorry about Hux. It was fine. No. no, it was fine. He came over, it, we, it was fine. Uh, yeah, he, he got to you? Yeah. Well, yeah, we texted in the address. <laughs> cool. Right. So, showing up to lunch, like... All right, do you walk in on these two just saying hi to each other? <laughs> or, like, no, no, Huxley sees that Nico and Olive are having a moment and is sort of like, backs off, sort of puts the hands up and then like points to Martha, like, come here, come here, come here, come here. Nope, you here, you two, get over it. We can't have any more awkward or team drama going on. And Everyone- There's nothing awkward, there's no team. <laughs> and Nico just looks like Martha, oh. like like laser eyes you. <laughs> All of this laser eyeing you. She doesn't see it because she's too busy. <laughs> All right, look, Hux, sit down. You sit down. 
she like hands her lunch to Nico. Can I eat this? Nice. Okay, status update, everybody. Desiccated in the graveyard, attacked you. Were you suited up at the time? Yeah. Like, but before? No. You were just in the graveyard trying to have a vision quest. Okay. Yeah. How did you get there? Uh, Mel and I, uh, we heard them through the suits. Uh, so you were suited up? We left yesterday uh, during lunch. We, well, we had a fight. Uh, lots of um, experimenting, you know, sparring, like they do in the movies. She like cuts a quick look back to all of them, like, all right, great. Very aggressively eating her peanut butter sandwich. Uh, but um, you don't have to raise your hand. I feel like with you, I do. He <laughs> just earns you like more glaring. Yes, Hux. Thank you. Um, so I did homework. Uh, I've been homework. I've been. Congrats. I looked at all the websites that you wanted to look at, and uh, I've sought the help of some experts. So what? What? I know. I just at the website was like, ask a question. So I was like, do flying saucers cause zombies? Is but, that li literally what you wrote? You wrote, do flying saucers cause zombies? Yes, I thought about it very carefully. But in all of the excitement, it occurs to me that I did not tell you that I had like a chill one-on-one -on -one with Icosagon. You went back to the cavern. Uh, yeah, that was an accident. I was trying to have a vision. And then I ended up talking to Icosagon instead. It was very disappointing. What did he say? Um, he said, and this is what made me remember it, uh, beware the dead. Word for word, what did Icosagon say? All of it, now. She, notebook is flipped open. She's like... Well, no, I mean, I, some of it was personal. Huxley, when it comes to a floating rock god, Hidden behind a glen, who's imbued us with crazy magical powers, you tell me everything that he said. I don't care what it includes. Okay, so uh, he asked, he told me that I had earned the right to ask him one question. So, I asked him, uh, what happened last time? Because he had been talking about, like, how this thing had happened before, and you mentioned that. Good, good, that's a great one. Good job, Yeah, Max. yeah, and he said that basically, like, all of this shit had happened before. But specifics, like who are they attacking? Why are they here? Well, you see, he only what let me want? have one. Martha, Martha, he only let me have one question. But he had already implied that this happened again. Well, he did get details. He said that like, you know, there were like champions that showed up and then there was a fight. And uh, like on, in times of great need, I think like stuff has happened. And I mean, I'm sorry. I was like, I had not had a lot to eat or drink that day. This is why we were all supposed to go there together. Well, was I wasn't literally the plan. Tomorrow. Well, I wasn't trying to go there. I just ended up there, and then all of a sudden, okay, I was okay. in. I wasn't trying to go to the cavern, man. No, I was trying I know, to. I, know. I was trying to talk to an eagle spirit. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. All it's right. okay. It's okay. Everything's fine. We're fine here. Everything's fine. Agenda items. We need to make sure Mel's okay. Really okay. Yeah. Agree. Totally. She's. Who doesn't want to talk to any of us? Well, obviously, Mel never wants to talk to any of us, except for you for a while, which. Perhaps not anymore. Anyways, sorry, that was harsh. I don't mean to be harsh. I'm just trying to keep this all together. I know, I'm just trying to give you information. I'm just trying to be helpful. Right. You, I appreciate you trying, Hux. Thank you. But really important, he like he did sort of give me that freebie sort of at the end, like be mindful of the dead, like beware the dead. I feel like that was a reference to the zombies that came out of the literal graveyard. Probably. Okay. But, but, and this is the important part. I'm sorry, this is why I'm sharing. Um, I feel like 
that wasn't it or like that's like the thing that like we're not like i don't think he was just like hey hux don't go to the graveyard because there's zombies there i think he was sort of saying that like i get it hux okay so like we got to do something about the zombies that's why i asked the question of the website makes sense i okay cool track how your brain works now okay okay so agenda item one mel who's really going to talk to her maybe i can do it She's gonna be hard to track down, and she's probably gonna try to ditch you. You think you can figure it out? She's almost certainly with her friend. The Heather, the other one that's like as cool as her. Wherever they are, they're together. Just find Heather, you'll find her. All right, okay. Um, Give it your best attempt, and um, Martha writes down a number. Actually, everyone numbers, exchange them now. That's agenda item two. Yeah, all right. She like makes a phone trick. So, uh, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just uh, say this. Uh, on her way to the car, she drops uh, a note in Nico's locker for when lunch is over. Oh, all right, agenda item two. Um, more research, and I want to follow up with the exception agency. There's still time. Lunch still has 15 minutes. I was thinking after school, voice in my head, but yes. What do you mean, um, what do you mean follow up? I might have inadvertently kind of... Don't worry about it. I'll take care no, of that one myself. No, you might have inadvertently what? Well, yeah, hold on. Wait a minute. Uh, I might have inadvertently discovered one of their agents. Maybe. Good. I have a lead. Good. Take me to him. Mm, absolutely not. Absolutely yes. You are not going you into danger. You are trying to tell me what to do, Nico? How many things have you messed up right now? I'm cleaning up messes right now. You hey. listen to me. Okay, hold on. And Martha is going to go ahead and use her. Uh, whoa, hair. whoa, whoa! She's no, yeah, no. I'm not putting up with any of Nico's shit right now. What is now. your social strike? My social strike is um, is stubborn and direct above all else. Once Earth has characters made up their mind, they cannot be budged. Roll it off. Oh, Nat twenty. Shit. Martha does not so, make it. Huxley, so, Huxley. so uh, she like stands up. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no that's great. Like that, that, you deliver, you deliver that exact move, and he looks, he just steely-eyed. Like you are the least scary thing that he has dealt with in the last twenty-four hours, like easily. And he, he's just like, he, you can see the tired and the pain and the, all the bullshit, and he just looks at you, and then he straightens up, <laughs> and it, and is a good foot and a half taller than you. Oh yeah and just looks down through long hair, because his hair is not up, it's like down, and it's just fucking, uh -oh. he's, it's just in his face, he looks like an anime villain, and he- Yeah, he does. <laughs> and he looks down at you. You going to yell at them? Good luck. But if they pull a gun, you're going to want some backup. I'll take Hux. He's way less of a hothead than you. Huxley puts down his grapefruit and says, you know what? Shut up. Not you. Fine, not me. And I, I walk away. Oh, I'm it. so damn tired it, of hearing it, not damn me. It, damn it's it, like no. fucking unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, Nico, Nico did that hurt Nico that. so much? He, he's like, cool, I'm out. Fuck this shit. I'm Hold completely up. out. Yeah. And, and after, once Nico leaves, Martha is going to realize kind of, and like, be like, remember? that you didn't want to be like this in front of Olive, and she's going to turn kind of just like... Oh, no, I left. Oh, God, um, no. Huxley, 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 Huxley turns to Martha and is like, 
He really needed a win. People's lives on the line. This is bigger than high school boy or high school girl feelings. Yeah, but... But nothing. If this has happened before, if this is really a war, then we need to grow up. As the lunch bell rings. Thematics. So I just like, you know, earlier on in this game, I just have to geek out about this for a second. Earlier on in this game, you had this beat where you were like, all of the youth is coming back to Martha. And I'm sitting there being like, if this doesn't Band-Aid snap or like 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 rubber band snap so hard by the end of this that she's lecturing us all about growing up, I'm going to be really sad. And then like, you just get it, getting to, we need no grow. I was like, I was like, I, you literally, it's how you have it's, Martha's, oh. the many times you get everyone in a group together, Martha's going to get tyrannical. Oh my God, no, it's <laughs> fucking great. Okay. Can I go to my locker? Awesome. You can. I walk over to my locker and I step up to the locker and I um and uh there's like a moment before oh, I no. uh before I open oh, it. No. Uh and uh I just <sighs> I look down the hallways, make sure there's no one lock like in the hallway. And then I just <sighs> and I hit my locker. I just punch my fucking locker with my bare knuckles. I don't suit up, I don't do anything. I just hit it really hard. And the locker is made of sterner stuff than my fist. So presumably it just hurts. And it bleeds a little bit. You yeah. tear the knuckle. But you do dent that locker. <sighs> I open the locker and a note falls out on like purple paper. Uh, and I look down at the note, which says, You'll need this before Friday. Uh, and then has a number. And then says XOM. P.S. Can't wait. And he just looks at it and. <laughs> There's your win. Yes! Oh, <laughs> uh, yes! Yes! And I slam my locker and I'm walking down the hallway and I'm just like, yes! And I just, he starts drumming on his pants as he walks down the hallway. One hand with the note. It's been so long since we've done one of these. Hello, listeners out there in the real world, IRL, as we call it here in Audio Land. After all, I am trapped within uh, your SoundCloud. Help, help, let me out. I'm trapped in this audio prison. Haha, <laughs> it's just kidding. No need to scare you. I'm Colin. I'm a real boy. Anyway, uh, it's been a hot second since we've done one of these because, yes, Champions of the Earth has been on hiatus. Uh, we do apologize for that sudden uh, little detour. Uh, Colin and Amanda had to go off and have an amazing honeymoon, uh, while Jesse had to have an amazing vacation uh, with his family as well. So we both had to kind of separate and absorb some beach life, and I had to drink my body weight in sangria. But now we are back and we are ready to go. I can't tell you guys how awesome it was to have that little break to kind of revitalize our our engines and juice our boxes. Juice our boxes. Yeah. That's better. Uh, and come back to this wonderful world of Pamplemousse Lacroix. I mean champions of the earth. I will tell you that nowhere in France have they heard of Pamplemousse Lacroix, and that is a crime. 
I do not know what that entire country is doing. They can get out. Anyway, um, welcome back. Uh, we want to give a quick shout out to our friends over in the Cosmonet universe. Uh, our own uh, Marzi Campos released a brand new game uh, with her co-conspirator, Sean Bouchard, at NDEF. Uh, a new exciting game called From Ivan. It is in the Cosmonet universe, uh, but it's kind of the flip side to the story. So if you checked out Cosmonet, we highly encourage you to go check out From Ivan. Uh, it's free on itch.io and has been getting some really cool buzz. It was just at E3. It's a really charming um, game about greeting cards and Soviet-era propaganda. Uh, so check it out. This is not a paid promotion. I'm doing this for free because I love them and I think they make great content. Uh, Colin and Jackson, hey, I'm Colin, uh, actually have some content for you as well. Uh, if you head on down to your local comic book shop, you will find the first trade of Gotham City Garage, which is our outlaw Elseworlds story about all the punk rock women of the DCU coming together, starting a badass motorcycle gang, and basically punching fascism in the face. Uh, if you weren't able to pick it up in single issues or digitally, now you can get it in trade! And it's so beautiful, it's so awesome. I highly encourage you to uh, check, use your peepers to check that out. You might also be interested in uh, Tomb Raider Inferno, issue one, uh, which just hit stands. Uh, Tomb Raider Inferno is the continuation of the Lara Croft adventure, leading into the thrilling drama of Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, it explores Laura's darkest places, both psychologically and physically, as she descends into the deepest tomb in the world. Wow, that sounds Thrilling. I can't believe you wrote that, Colin. Well, Jackson helped. We're kind of a simpatico relationship. Uh, he's he's pretty cool. We, we, we like him quite a bit. Uh, zoop, zoop, zoop. Okay, kind of lastly, uh, we wanted to put something on the table for you guys. Um, we donated. It, it's Pride Month. Like, put that out on the table. It's a freaking lovely time of year. We got these really sick enamel roll with pride pins. Um, we got a little pile of them. Um, they're super foxy, super cool, and we want to give them to you guys. Um, so what we'd ask in honor of this amazing month is if you want to tweet us with an introduction to someone who has really helped make your gaming table more inclusive, uh, we would love to meet them. And at the end of the month, um, we'll do a random drawing, and anyone who's tweeted at us uh, will send you a dope pin uh, because these pins are rad and you should have them and we really want to champion anyone making um, this space more inclusive and more accepting uh, of all sorts of different kinds of people. Um, that's really one of the, the fundamental thrusts of Champions of the Earth and just of us as creators. So that is our challenge to you. Let us know. Guys, this is pretty much it. Um, we're going to keep this short um, because we want to get you back on to the adventure. Uh, I'll be real. Obviously, this chapter, chapter two of Champions of the Earth, uh, rolled out, as I've said before, a bit differently than I expected. But I've now embraced it uh, as the creator of this. Basically, we have given our players the free space to be themselves and... 
that's all we can ask, right? And I'm. it's why you guys are here. It's why I love this so much. Letting the players be themselves, follow their hearts, and follow the stories that they feel are important is the meat and potatoes of Champions of the Earth. Uh, as we've said before, this is a live beta test. And this chapter particularly has shown to me that the system really needs to support this robust emotional storytelling. After all, yes, this is a Super Sentai simulator, but it is a teenage angst factory as well. And we need to service both sides of those coins. So I hope you guys are enjoying this, uh, this episode, uh, this arc. I know I sure as shit am. I can guarantee you that we will get to homecoming someday, but you know what? I'm not in a rush. And after we come through Homecoming, we've got some really exciting one-shots that we're gonna deploy uh, that are gonna pretty fundamentally change the status quo for our sweet little teens. So I'm gonna let you guys get back to the show. And until next time, have yourselves an adventure. Third period passes, fourth, fifth. Ring goes that last school bell. Doors fly open, students start to flood out. It's a beautiful Wednesday, wonderful day, and uh, people begin their afternoon plans. What's going on? Martha's feeling pretty bad. Hmm. She, that meeting didn't go exactly how she thought it would. Um, I'm gonna be rallying the team, and then just Nico blessing her around just was upsetting, and then she freaked, and then Olive ran away after she started screaming about growing up and no one knows what happened to Mel and now she's promised to go with Huxley to investigate the exception agency. So everything's gone just totally upside down. But um, I guess I'm waiting for Huxley in case someone pulls a gun on me. That is a very reasonable concern. You know, that'll... Yeah, well, yeah. so like Martha's just like kind of sitting there twitching with her backpack, like looking like maybe she's just gonna bolt and ditch Huxley, but like being like, no, Martha, you're already, all right, everyone else is already mad at you. Like, stay put. <laughs> so that's where Martha's at. Mm-hmm, and Huxley? Huxley rolls up, uh, basically like pretty close to on time, California on time, let's say, uh, just a few minutes. <laughs> Every uh, minute is like agony for Martha. But I think to, to Huxley's credit, Huxley sees that Martha's like a little upset, maybe doesn't know why, and feels super guilty for being a few minutes late. Like it's like Huxley has assumed that Martha's mad that Huxley's late. And she's like, sorry, sorry. Hey, uh, I have no excuse. I have no excuse, but uh, I, I wish to be a better person. Uh, I'm very sorry. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, let's just come up with a good plan. You know, I was actually thinking about it, and the question you wrote the exception agency wasn't that bad. I mean, it was weird, but actually logically sound, surprisingly. So, have you gotten, have you checked and seen if you've gotten a response yet? We should check that first. Yeah, no, I was thinking about doing that, and then, that, and then I was like, oh, no, wait, Martha's gonna think I'm, like, ditching her, so I came straight here. But, would you like to go to the library? And like for the first time all day since the meeting, Martha actually smiles and it's like, yeah, let's, let's get to the library. All right, let's go to the library. These are words that I cannot believe I've said this many times this week. Life is different now. 
fantastic. And you head to the library. Meanwhile, with the other side of school, uh, coming out the back. So um, I want to go back uh, and talk to that guy uh, at the con construction site. Uh, so yeah, I want to go talk to Ted. Uh, I'm. Uh, he talked a little bit about how there might be a place for me on the team, and um, with the dance coming up, uh, I think, and, and like Nico has been holding on to that note that he found in his locker. Like, he hasn't put it in his pocket. It's literally just, like, still in his fist. Uh, like, with that, uh, with the note that I got, I think, like, I don't know, I want to do this right. So that means I have a little bit of money. means I can do it uh, a little bit right. So uh, I want to talk to Ted uh, and go over to the Spire and uh, have a conversation. All right, well, that construction crew has been working pretty hard. Now they've pretty well established. They've ripped up a lot of the grass in the area. They've got it cordoned off. Uh, sure enough, you know, Ted's uh, over in the corner kind of guiding people. All right, let's, let's just kind of get this. Ah, no, 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 Jeff, backwards. Come on, man, you can, you can do better. I know you can do better, man, come on. Oh, oh hey, kid. Hey, what is up, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. is my father, just Ted. Right on, Ted. Hey, look, um, said something the other morning about uh, maybe having a spot for me on the crew if I like find you stuff. Now, I, I don't have anything yet, but um, you know, I live on the poor side of town. There's always construction uh, uh, fixes, at least, that you need. It might be able to hook you up with uh, that part of the town got hit. Right. I don't know, maybe you could uh, use some after school work. Uh, put me on the crew. I'm only going to be in school for a few more months and then, you know, I'm out. So what do you think? All right. Well, you know, I did tell you, yeah, we got some, can find a job for you, but as know, long as you're... I know forwards and backwards. <laughs> Jeff, he's gunning for you. I'm gunning for you, Jeff. No, no. Ah, obviously, you know, we can probably find you some work on the weekends. Um, that's solid. Obviously, if you keep your ears open, you find any work that needs done around town. Cool, Especially right on, with the big, uh, you know, that fucking hellstorm that struck the side of town. A lot of work going on over there. But right now, it's kind of tricky. Um, what we do need is a gopher. What? Well, I got my so like a like a like an animal. Yeah, like a little animal to dig in the ground. No, come on, kid. No, we got a. I got my entire crew, you know, here on the job, and I got to interface with city hall. We got permits that need to get done. This is a pain in the ass. You need someone to do your paperwork. Uh, I just need someone to deliver paperwork, pick it up, make it happen. Is that something you'd be uh, interested in? We can toss you some few few bucks. Uh, what, two days of work, one hundred and fifty. And Nico tries not to look roll impressed by that number. I got one other question for you, man. Is that cool? Absolutely. Cool. And, and thank you. Uh, thanks a lot, man, for giving me a chance. I appreciate it. Uh, so, when, when can I get paid? Oh, all right. I'm just... Um, no, no, I'm not razzing you, kid. I like the moxie. Look. 50% now, get the job done, we'll pay you again. It's gonna be fine. Tomorrow's fine. All right. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's fine, man. Uh, thank you, thank you. Hey, thank you. And um, uh, he like, sort of like, 
reaches out to like give you a handshake. Yeah, he reaches out for a handshake. Uh, uh, thank, thank you, thank you, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm gonna. Um, uh, I'll see you later. You just let me know about that paperwork. You got well, it now? Yeah, absolutely, we got it now. All right. Hey, uh, and he takes you back to their kind of construction trailer. Um, he's got a file folder full of a bunch of stupid bullshit. And he's gonna start going through it. Like this needs to go to this office in City Hall. This needs to go to this permit office. Okay. It's got it on a little, you know, they got it all, he's writing it down for you, but it's kind of ugly handwriting, but like, you know, it's a few stops. I'm paying attention. Yeah, good. Uh, why don't you roll for paying attention? Cool. This is logic. He's talking fast and... 13. Okay. Okay, you've got a pretty good grok on what's going on here. Okay, all right, all right, uh, nice, good. All right, uh, kid, can I trust you with this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, totally, man. Don't fuck me on this one, kid. We got quite a job out here, and if these things don't get turned in, it's gonna be my ass, and there's only one ass that I care about, then it's, it's mine. It did. And I, Nico kind of stands up a little straighter. I got people counting on. Uh, I'll see you later. Yep. And I, I, he grabs the paperwork and he uh, turns back uh, towards the door. And then just as he's about to leave the door, he stops kind of flustered. Uh, do you need a, um, is it cool that I don't have a car? It depends on how fast you can run. And he just smiles and fucking runs out <laughs> that door and slams it behind him like, like the fucking flash. And <laughs> Enter into the library, sitting down at the computer. Hacker, hacker, hacker. Letting the web page slowly load. I made a fake AOL account for this, so we're good. What's what's yeah. what's the screen name? Icaso guy. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, That's gonna be so bad. Yep. I spelled it really funny though, like with like a zero instead of the O. Martha. Fol following proper spy <laughs> protocol. Martha's eyebrow just twitches. She doesn't say anything, she just twitches for like a hot second. She's like, cool. Got any replies? Let's check. You've got mail. There it is. <gasps> Sweet. Okay, at this point her heart starts racing because she hasn't had the guts to email them herself. The reply is, excellent question. Who is asking? Okay, so I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna immediately reply back. We should like think about this tactically. Yeah, yeah, good. Yes, actually yes. Martha's a little stunned by that response. Okay, well they have our IP address probably, unless you mask that. It's the library. Oh Christ. Um, we could just say a student. School report. School report or a concerned high school citizen. Yeah, that's good. We can, uh, we'll, 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 we'll lure them into a cunning trap. When you say it, it sounds stupid, but yes. Can you just say it like with authority? Yeah, hold on. <clears throat> we will lure them into a cunning trap. That was better. That was better. All right, so this- uh, No, no, will, stop, just do, stop. No, don't worry. We will do this from, for a while now. Oh. I am typing, I am typing now, and I am typing. <laughs> yes, we have, uh, we are, the, the sub, what, what am I typing? Okay. Um, concerned student who saw something. Let's not say student. 
because then they'll know we're coming if they see a bunch of kids. Let's say like, concerned witness who saw the unauthorized corpse-like behavior. You know what? It tracks with the earlier question. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Clack, 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 clack. Uh, also, person. like, yeah. You've got Almost mail. immediately, you get a response. Oh, shit. All right, let's check it. Ding. What did you do? <gasps> all right, I got this one. And I just type back, what did you do? And all you <laughs> is all in caps. No, <laughs> <laughs> type something else, type something else. <laughs> it's in. Yeah, it's in. <laughs> okay, there's a pause. There's a. No, Ugh. Ah, they're not typing back. They think we're crazy. You gotta... Wait, hold on, wait. I know you're thinking I'm crazy for this, but just give it a minute. The longer it takes them to write back, the better this is for us. I'm giving you five. If they don't get a response, we're sending another one. No, 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 we can't, we can't seem too eager. This is like, I do this a lot sometimes, like authority figures will try to rattle you by telling you that like they're the ones in charge and so they try to like ask you a lot of questions, but the minute you ask them a question back, then like it all sort of like tends to just sort of like fall away. And then like now the power rests with us. You've got mail. Ding. Message. Martha, like, what? Well, open it. Pugsley calmly opens the email. Highway six, five mile marker. Holy shit. Pugsley holds out his fist for a bump. Martha, like, takes a deep breath and like then bumps it. Where, and then she's like. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait. You gotta blow it up. And then she reaches Put it in. in. There we go. All right, that's for the good luck. Maybe we shouldn't go together. Maybe one person should get there early, or you know, scope the scene, back, back up. How do you want to play this? Whew. Should we get trench coats? Uh, I don't think that's necessary. Huxley also formats the computer's hard drive at this moment to just completely just nukes, totally nukes the school computer. Just format C, enter. Martha, like, is completely reassessing Huxley right now. She's like, wait a minute. Let's just put it this way. Sometimes you download something and you wanted it in the moment, but then you worry later no. that it could be found. And so you just... Oh, it, the moment is gone. You know the highway is what cuts through the center of town. Um, that mile marker is on the opposite side of town. Okay. Um, is it easily, like, how abandoned is it? It's on the, it's a pretty, it's, it's on the way out. It's not the main drag. Um, it's a pretty underpopulated section of town. It's heading out to the forest, not quite to the section of the forest that you guys but completely annihilated with your burning flame attack, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but in that direction. So if we wanted to, let's say, get somebody there and hide in a corner while another person waited at the mile marker, it's woods on either side. There is significant amount of, you know, places to hide if you were so interested. So we're thinking about hiding, but we're also thinking about maybe going alone. And I've just learned a valuable lesson. I'm up with right, a counter proposal. You've yeah, been right. surprisingly confident. Not surprisingly, shit, I'm being rude again. Sorry. It's cool, it's chill, it's fine. People, it takes, it takes meeting me a few times. Uh, do you have, I'm gonna say this as delicately as possible. This is not a this is not a dig. I'm a new kid in town, but do you have any other friends? Um. Do you have someone who would stand, in other words, on the side of the road who is not you and not me? 
No. That's all right, neither do I. Okay. I mean, Chestnut would ask a lot of questions. And they're really still kind of salty about the attendance thing. They keep bringing it up. Okay, uh, all right. Well, uh, in that case, I think let's, 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 let's scout the area first. Before either of us like shows ourselves. let's just see like who shows up first. Like do a drive-by? Yeah, or... Like, you know, just like just casually drive down the street, see what's there? Yeah, all right, okay, yeah. Uh, we'll need a we'll, we'll need the, we'll, we'll need a stealthier vehicle for that, but I've got just the one. Wait, your car's all busted. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm now we're now we're into borrowing my dad's cars. Cars? How many does he have? A few, just a few. He's just a he's a minor collector. All right, we'll lead the way. Cool. All right, so oh, we are. Should we dress in tactical black? Might not be necessary. Uh, I, I feel like you're probably yeah. Okay, fine. We'll see what's uh, we'll we'll see what's in the closet. I guess. <laughs> okay. Do you want to come over to my house and go through my closets, my parents' closets? I love going through closets. Let's do it. All right, let's do that. And you both exit the library, heading to uh, Hux's house to do a fashion montage. <laughs> Wait, it's not an episode of Jeffries of the Earth if Marcy doesn't somehow find herself involved in a fashion montage. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Meanwhile, in the center of town. Nico, you've been doing a fantastic job! <laughs> running, I got, are you running like natural speed or? Yeah, yeah, I'm not using the boots. No, you're just you're hustling, you're dumping sweat. Like you're still wearing your ratty leather jacket. Mm -hmm. It's oh, something, it's, it's central California, oh. so it's not a, it's not a, a cool day. Mm -hmm. um, but you, you're beating feet and just crushing it. Yep. Um, Nico has been thinking uh, about the whole exception agency thing. More and more, he finds himself doing that thing like that you do when like when you're like a teenager and like a girl breaks up with you and you look for them everywhere. I feel like I'm looking for Martha wherever I'm going. Right now, unfortunately, he's kind of lost in City Hall. Um, there's a lot of like signs leading off in a bunch of different directions. There's like What am I looking for? You're, I mean you're just trying to deliver these things. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, what is this one supposed to go to in City Hall? It's like if I'm lost in City Hall, what's the office I'm trying to get lost in? L113. Okay, L113. Uh, is there anybody in the building? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's people passing there's by. People working through. Uh, I, I stop uh, uh, the. I stop the nearest person I, I see. Sure. Uh, yes. Yeah. What do you need? I'm just looking for L one one three. L L one one three. L one one three. Yeah. L one one three. How big is this place? D lower level. Uh, I think it's gonna be uh, kind of the east. Go down the elevator. There's gonna be, uh, go take a right and then a left. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Thank you, got it. And I, I, I just run. Great. Uh, and you head off to deliver the next piece of mail. Okay. Exciting times with Nico. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I asked for directions to an imaginary building. Just that you're just cameos in all <laughs> yep. of our storylines yep. right now. It's yep. just running oh through. Yep. That's amazing. I'm having fun with it. Hux and Martha. Mm-hmm. You've hopped into Hux's car. It's, it's Hux's dad's Lincoln. Obviously, Hux's dad's Lincoln. So this is the one at school. You drove the Lincoln today? I drove the Lincoln today, yeah. And this isn't fancy enough? It's the wrong kind of fancy. Uh, okay. And you are driving through town? Driving through town back to, back to Casa de Huxley. 
through up to the nice part of town. There's, it's kind of normal houses and then bigger houses, houses. and then just gates and gates. We'd always come trick-or-treating here. Not here specifically, but this area. Best candy. I had a whole map. Oh, I miss trick-or-treating. And then at the end of the road is a pretty goddamn big gate. Huxley has a little, you know, button that he pushes and the gates open, they part. The house is spread out, like it's kind of a sprawl sort of setup. There's like a big winding drive. A little ostentatious, not like tacky McMansion, but it's... A little gauche. A little gauche, just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like it looks like it was a nice house and then someone decided to add to it new money. Sure. Mm -hmm. Is there a fountain in front? There is a fountain um, surrounded by some like topiary. Ah, um, elegant. Any in the shape of a raccoon? No, no, it's mostly birds uh, for the most part. <laughs> uh, the garage door opens. Garage, the, the, yeah, the, the, the standard garage. The standard garage that you pull into. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and it's, it's, you know, it's your sort of standard like three car sort of garage. There's an empty space where Huxley's car was. Um, and then there's this middle space where the Lincoln is meant to go. And then there's like just another, like sort of a matching car. Like the Lincoln is a his hers, like sort of thing. Is like, there a vanity license plate? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it literally says his and hers. <gasps> Are your parents home? They are not at home. Uh, so uh, we have the run of the place, as they would say, were they here. Were they not home last Friday, too? No, no, they are, they are, they are currently out of the country. Out of the country? For how long? A little while still, it would seem like. Um, I would be there too, but, you know, school's important. Gotta be at school. Anyway. Do you have anyone watching you? Well, I'm not a small dog. I can feed and water myself. You were literally in the hospital this weekend. That's a fair point, but uh, it turns out I did have somebody watching me. And I received a very nice raccoon. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Wasn't gonna leave you. Anyways, yeah. so we're taking the other Lincoln. Okay, so Huxley leads Martha kind of like, okay, fine, like, like, please no judgments or anything. And then we sort of like, like walk like through the garage into this like super nice kitchen. And uh, like, like there are two refrigerators, like, you know, just, <laughs> But like you know, set into the side of the Ones wall. Ones for the gold. So Ones for the gold. Like yeah, it's it's kind of like it's. There's probably a robot. Yes. What's the state of the house in terms of cleanliness? Immaculate. So there's a maid. Somebody comes by every now and then. Okay. Also, you don't know if Huxley's a, a slob. Huxley might be very neat. Yeah. Don't assume just because he's a young man he living alone in a giant house. Like we were going to throw a party in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. gonna be a small party, but it was gonna be fine. Like, but you know, gotta keep those floors polished so you can do the risky business thing. So, so I believe there was some talk of <laughs> infiltration tactical wear. Okay, okay, we're getting there. I'm we're getting there, sorry, yeah. Okay, so, uh, all right, so first things first, first things first, I guess, yeah, uh, we need some like more nondescript, more grown-up-y uh, sort of clothes. So mm, um, mm. I guess we'll have to invade the parental sanctum for that. Well, I'm just like, are we doing the plan where one of us, like, if we decide to wait out by the mile marker after we do the drive-by, is one of us like hiding in the bushes and one of us waiting out there or are we both waiting out there? So I have a plan. 
Yes. Which I'm sure you're gonna have a better plan, so I'm just gonna like give it to you and you're gonna make it better. But probably this isn't gonna go well. Like we try things, we come up with stuff, and then it never like quite goes according to plan. So I was thinking like, what if we plan for things to not go according to plan? Like let's just assume for a moment that this guy like makes us, like right away, and he's like, you. Right. So one of us should be a kid and we're gonna be like, some adult told me to stand here and give you like this note, more or less. Like they told me they don't trust you yet. They wanna know that you're good. Martha's and then the other jaw drops and her eyes light up. She's like, that's fucking brilliant. <gasps> Sorry, I didn't mean to curse, but like, that's, that's a great idea. Like, and all of a sudden, like, let's look at this again, worldview reevaluating. Yeah, no, I like that. The other person needs to be very stealthy, but also, I guess, like, ready to move for the most part, because that person might have to pop the suit in a big hurry. Right. Okay, but we're not related. We're not related. No, one of us is watching from far away, like, backup, more or less. So we do, like, a, a, a drive-by, and then the one of us walks there, essentially, like. Okay. Okay. Cool. So who's tactical? Who's stupid kid? Actually, I might have already been made by them. What? I, they just saw me looking around downtown. Oh, okay. Oh, well then definitely you should be in the car because if they, uh, if they see you standing around, then they're not gonna believe that you're just some stupid kid, so. Definitely then. Yeah, all right, I volunteer for stupid kid. Okay, that works. Um, so right. you're gonna need a car, but I guess you're also gonna need some like grown up, not kid clothes, just so that you can, don't worry, we got that covered, we can. Uh, Martha is literally in like the most preppy little outfit with her varsity uh, mathlete's letter jacket. Ah. <laughs> Letterman jacket. Ah. So uh, we'll go to the we'll go to the spare closet. Like, let's not be weird. Let's not go like immediately into Huxley's parents' room. Let's just go to the room where Huxley's mom keeps the other clothes. And clothes. yeah, and the guest clothes. Yes, <laughs> it's sort of a Bruce Wayne sort yeah. of thing. Like. Martha's like just soaking this place in. Huxley, you know this closet pretty well. Because you're often dressing in your mom's clothes. It's the guest <laughs> clothes. There's the lots guest. of clothes. Yeah, uh -huh. and yeah. sorts of stuff in here. <laughs> so what outfit do you put together for Martha's adulting? I think this is a um, 2000X, right? Yeah. This is a short skirt, long jacket, sort of. Uh, yeah, right? Like. Yes, but like, you know, business, uh, business babe for the most part. But there's a, there's a plan. Like there's some really nice, like Gucci glasses, like sunglasses that go with it. You're gonna like, Martha's they're like, gonna look very fancy. I have to like raise his like one mild eyebrow at the, the skirt, which is, at this point she's rolling with it. She's mm -hmm. you've earned enough trust. Um, yeah, and ever the gentleman Huxley leaves the room, I should hope. Mm-hmm. And when Martha comes back out, I mean, look, you're only five foot two? Well, in these stilettos, I assume I'm a little taller. Damn right. Um, that's a nice cut. It's a good skirt. Those glasses are pretty goddamn fierce. She's actually, like, even pulled her hair back. Like... She looks like she's aged a good six, seven eight mm -hmm. years you look like a very mature young woman all right well this is as grown up looking as i get without i don't know putting a bunch of white in my hair yeah no that won't be necessary so off to the garage with us 
Cool. Uh, so this is the this is the secondary garage. This is not the one that says hers. License plate's too conspicuous. Um, Huxley's dad is a like super minor league Jay Leno. Like has ten cars. He's starting Jeez. it. It's, these all look like they've been purchased recently. This isn't like a collection that's been like growing sort of over time. What are your parents doing? They're assholes. All right, I want to be an asshole when I grow up. Trust me, you don't. You don't. Um, like, everything would be much better if they were a little bit more like you. <laughs> thanks. I'm pretty sure everyone thinks I'm an asshole anyways, but thanks. So there's a, there's a, there's a, like, there's a Lexus. It's just, it's pretty normal, but it's had a lot of work done. Like, it's the one that, oh. it, it, just all like, you know, tuning sort of stuff. It's the one that doesn't Gotta look like- Got to the mid-range like, and then they bought like the extreme package. So, yeah, like, and it's got aftermarket, like, aftermarket. This is the one oh, that- nice. It's got a car phone. It's got a car phone. Oh my God, Whoa. yeah. It's got a car phone. Um, more, but you know, a you know, six CD changer. Uh, this is the car that Huxley has oh. been manipulating his parents into I'm doing stuff for he he has it's he's setting it up to be a, a ringer car for street racing. Nice. Um, so it's good, but it doesn't draw a lot of attention from the outside, okay. unlike the other cars. So there's a couple of really flashy cars there, but we'll get to that. All right, you got good insurance. Me I'm, too, I'm, me I'm, too, because we're, we're we're down a car already. So we're gonna make sure the plan is good. Yes, let's run through it one more time. Okay, we drive by. We drive by. See if we can spot anything. No, I want to get there ahead of you so that nobody sees me getting out of the car. Okay. Either that or I take a separate car. Let's do that. Two cars? I'll take the separate car. Like, we can't seem like we're together. All right. So no, at I that agree. Point, so okay. I'll drive by. We both drive by together. You park. I keep going. Yeah. I pull off on the side of the road and pop the suit in the woods. Yeah. And try to see if I can scope the scene. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Before you do this. And Huxley, like, bolts for a second and, like, comes back and he's got like the soundtrack to Mission Impossible 2, the one with like Limp Biscuit covering the Mission Impossible song. And he gives that to you. He's like, that's for the car, just for like mood music. All right. Martha's actually like, she's like what? in the outfit, like as a dressed up grown up lady who's doing spy stuff. Like Martha's like, yeah, okay. Into it. She's super into it. And Martha hops behind the driver's wheel of this car. Feeling it? Do you pop that CD in? Yeah, she does. Oh yeah, you do. Um, she calls you and then puts you on speakerphone too. So mm -hmm. does she call from the car phone? Yeah. Yeah, she does. All right, let's do this. All you right. Ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, cool. Which one are you taking? Um, I'm taking. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep the Lincoln. And as the two cars pull out into the driveway, past the topiaries, back towards town. Champions of the Earth is created in DM by Colin Kelly and produced in audio design by Jesse V. Hill. Featured in the cast were Gina DeVivo as Olive, Jackson Lansing as Nico, Amanda Powers as Mel, Marcy Campos as Martha, Jesse V. Hill as Huxley. Thanks for hanging with us over our hiatus. We are very glad to be back, and thank you for all those lovely new reviews. 
One more reminder, introduce us to someone who has made your tabletop experience more inclusive and we will enter you in the drawing for the Roll With Pride pins. Make sure to tag us and use the hashtag Roll With Pride. The secret word is inclusive.